1: Good evening, everyone. You may be seated tonight. It's a joy to uh, finally make it to Lagos. Um, <laughs> we've been uh, joining the meeting through live stream and joining the house to pray and to lift up our nation and the situation that we find ourselves in before. The Lord in prayer. I want to take my text and um, just lead us to pray after reading a couple of scriptures and considering the mind of God concerning us as a nation. Second Chronicles chapter 20 is my text. And um, I think it is a text that we know quite well. We have engaged it a couple of times. But for me it means so much because there was a time several years ago i think it was about 18 years ago when i was still in the city of kaduna and we were having all kinds of uprising and all kinds of chaos and killings were going on left right and center I remember one of those instances I had. There was peace in the city and I had left um, the country to travel to India. I was there with my brother. And when I called home, my wife said to me, said, look, there's curfew in the city. We can't move. I remember one of those instances and in this particular time. We had about 50 people in our home. Because there was trouble everywhere. There was fear of death and all kinds of issues. And all kinds of people just came in. We had members of the church. We had people from the neighborhood. Our security guard was a Muslim. He moved his entire family. It got to a point when we couldn't... We were running out of food. And when the coffee was lifted, you know, just for a few hours. The only way we could get food was for me to call my father then and he would send food from offer. And so the vehicles would enter into the city just at the right moment to deliver food to the house to sustain all those who are staying with us. Now who would have ever imagined that a city like Kaduna in this country could ever come to a point where uh, life would be hanging in the balance and you wouldn't know whether you were going to see the next day because right through the night all you'd be hearing would be gunshots but I remember that night I spoke to my wife and when you're away from where the 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 boiling cauldron you you feel incapacitated you you wish you were there you you feel that if you were there you could uh, push some things and maybe help to create at least a sense of peace and i began to pray and the scripture that god birthed in my spirit was second chronicles chapter 20 And in the course of that, I had the opportunity to speak to my wife and I called my pastor, Pastor Joe. And I said to him, prophetically, you would not need to fight in this battle. Now, we're going to find it in this scripture. It might have sounded like I was just quoting a passage of scripture. Because sometimes when we read the word of God and we're declaring a scripture that we know, it doesn't really sound that prophetic. It it, it sounds like it's because you know it and it's extremely convenient for you um, to declare it at that time. So it's like saying peace be still in the midst of chaos. Uh, we we know and we read about instances where Jesus had to declare peace be still. But you know what amazed me was that that scripture came to pass exactly as it was declared. Our local assembly at that time was under the threat of being burnt. And our people were in church and were helpless. But you know, out of nowhere, God just raised a team of people irrespective of their religious um faith or 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 inclination and they said this church building would not be burnt and so they set up a garrison right by the church building and other churches and mosques were being burnt all over the place but that was how what we had put in place and built in terms of structure was preserved and nobody needed to lift up a sword i want us to read this scripture and i just shared that story that when kingdoms are at war and are clashing there are uh, battles that we must understand that we will not need to fight Every time, and pastor keeps saying this, thy kingdom come is beyond just cliche or, or just an expression uh, that can be made based on our convenience. It's a declaration of war. That every time you say, uh, thy kingdom come, your kingdom come, you are acknowledging that two kingdoms are engaged in warfare, so here we read about Jehoshaphat in second chronicles chapter twenty. It happened after this from verse one that the people of Moab with the people of Ammon and others with them besides the Ammonites, came to battle against jehoshaphat we We understand and and you you need to uh, Understand Jehoshaphat. He's a reformer. He's, he's one who is changing the status quo, the spiritual landscape of Israel. And the battle that we see and these kingdoms that come against him are not so particular about The person of Jehoshaphat, what they are fighting is the agenda of God through Jehoshaphat. One who has been raised to bring reformation to Israel and to the earth. So they come against him in battle. And some came and told Jehoshaphat saying there would always be people who would come over to give you an analysis of what's really going on. And try to break it down so that you can get the nitty-gritty, whether they come for good or not, um, is another different story. They said to him, a great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea, from Syria, and they are in Hazazan-ton Tamar, which is Engedi. Verse 3 says, Jehoshaphat feared Now, Jehoshaphat's faith was in God, but what he heard caused his heart to fear. What do you think was going on in his mind? How shall we engage not just an army, but this great multitude that are coming against us? But Jehoshaphat proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. I believe that's why we're here. Uh, there, there, there are all kinds of imaginations and structures and, and coming together that's taken place out there. And in our coming here, we can call on the God of heaven. Because we'll find out later that except God steps in, we are absolutely helpless. We can't match them naira for naira, dollar for dollar, whether it's yen for yen, we can't match them. When you look at it again, they seem to have been at the game for a long period of time. I came into Lagos today and was hearing stories of Ambo, or is it it's Anlo? sovo <laughs> and so on and so forth, and and i 've been hearing about tinubus structure, how well established it is, not just in Lagos State, but the southwest of Nigeria the man has deployed and put structures in place he has put strategies in place but do you know one thing just one strategy from heaven would destroy and dismantle every man-made structure that does not line up with the will and agenda of God for our nation for us as a people for such a time as this They came together against Jehoshaphat. A great multitude came together. And Jehoshaphat feared. It is, it, is, it is human when you hear or you receive certain information. For your heart to be gripped by fear. But it's how you respond to that fear that matters. And he responded appropriately and declared a fast to seek the face of God. And he gathered together and asked help from the Lord and from all the cities of Judah that came to seek the Lord. And Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court and said, O Lord God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? And do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the nations? And in your hand is there not power and might so that no one is able to stand or to withstand you? Are you not a God who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people, Israel? And you gave it to the descendants of Abram, your friend forever. And they dwell in it and have built you a sanctuary in it for your name saying, If disaster comes upon us, sword, judgment, pestilence, or famine, We will stand before this temple in your presence for your name is in this temple. How many of you know that his name is in this house? I know that we are the house of God individually. But then Paul makes us to understand that collectively as well. We are a dwelling place uh, built up to offer spiritual sacrifices unto our God if disaster comes upon us sword judgment pestilence famine at least we have we we have who to call upon we are not without response we are not without help is somebody getting what i'm saying we stand before this temple in your presence for your name is in this temple and cry out to you in an affliction and you will hear and save what degree of certainty jehoshaphat is expressing you will hear not just for hearing sake but you also will save and now here are the people of Ammon, moab and mount Seir, whom you would not let israel invade when they came out of the land of egypt but they turned from them and did not destroy them here they are rewarding us by coming to throw us out of your possession which you have given us to inherit. Say to your neighbor Nigeria is my possession. Say this way Nigeria is our possession. We have claims to this land and I believe it is time that we lay hold upon this land and own nigeria for ourselves say to someone else this is my land this is my inheritance no one will take us out of here no one will eject us out of here rather we will be the ones to eject the aliens and all those that are against the future and the progress of this nation you know something? Let's stand on our feet and begin to pray. I believe that we need to serve an eviction notice in the realm of the spirit. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, when people have overstayed in a house and they're not paying the rent that is due, it is normal for an eviction notice to be given and they are evicted out of the house. I want us to lift up our voices and pray that everyone that has walked against the, the, the progress of this nation, every people group, every cabal, every group, elite, whatever you may call them, whether they are religious, whether they are political, that are working against the progress and the future of this nation. We serve them an eviction, notice in the realm of the spirit in the name of Jesus we erect a notice in the spirit we evict them we evict them Shonda Kalabo satire those laying hold, laying claim to that which is not theirs. Politically, mangelebogo in the area of governance, laying hold on the resources of this nation to the disadvantage of the people of Nigeria. We serve them and eviction notice in the name of Jesus balabo shadalabota as heaven's representative on the earth, we serve you an eviction notice. We remove the carpet from under you. You are Set in slippery places. Monde lebo sandalabo sanderebodo Lebo kosi kalabro shanda Remo sonda labashi reke rebose. Lebo kosi kalabragado shakala Lebo bashadaya. Lebo kosi kalabraga this is our inheritance. The earth has given to the sons of men. And we are not just the sons of men. But we are his church, occupying church, taking charge, taking our place. Leba Kashan de Celebregado Sakalabota. Nebo Sengelebrodo Sekelebo Shadaya. Manarabo Soda Calabo Shadahaya. Lebo Soda Calabrende Shetea. Hallelujah. hallelujah. Whoa. Verse 12, you may be seated. Just just sit down and let's, let's finish this. We'll we'll still stand to pray. Or our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power against this great multitude. Let me ask you, have you done an audit of your power against this huge political multitude? How much power do you have? Talk to me someone. Let's, let's, let's see ourselves within the light of scripture. I said earlier they've been at the game for much longer. They came on the terrain, and they remapped the political structure of Nigeria. Totally changed the map to suit themselves. Drew a new map. I don't think you understand what that means. I mean, if you've ever seen the map of the world, you can see how nations and nation states have been aligned and real and and put in place and uh, west africa is west africa and south africa and there's there's just some kind of alignment no now so when when someone comes on on the scene and decides to redraw the map that's what's happened to us politically through time the new group comes and they change the landscape to suit themselves our God will you not judge them for we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us nor do we know what to do and how many of you know what to do now that doesn't make us complete ignoramuses but we are saying we don't know what to do because our eyes are on you And there's a reason for that. And we would, we will get there. Uh, We, we know some things. But when we see what you want to do in Nigeria, we don't know what to do. Let your will be done. Let your will. I don't know what to do. Let your will be done. Which means we're willing to follow. We're willing to align. We're willing to stay and keep in tune with your purpose. What do you have to do in this nation? Our responsibility is to keep our eyes on you and key into that agenda. And it will settle and resolve the equation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now Judah with the little ones, their wives and their children stood before the Lord and the spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Beniah, the son of Jael, the son of Mataniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph in the midst of the assembly. And he said, listen, all you of Judah and you inhabitants of Jerusalem and you King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude for the battle is not yours. But God, we can rest on this scripture alone and keep camping on it. The battle is not yours. Go ask David. When Saul clothed them ready in, in battle armor, David put it on and and at least he he tried to go but you see for him to have gone a raid like Saul wanted him to would have been to take on a battle that belonged to God and to own it he said I've not tried this before but I know how God can use weak tools Uh, stones and a sling if it is in his hands it can pull down any giant it can pull down any goliath it may look like nothing and when goliath saw him goliath laughed he said you're coming to me with sticks and stones don't you know who i am david showed him and said it's not about what you carry it's about the one whose eyes, whose, who your eyes are upon. And with what looked so mediocre and easy to be discounted, he pulled down Goliath. I want us to stand on our feet and pray again. This, this prayer for me is simple. Simple prayer. Lord, I don't know how. I don't know what you're going to use. But I know that you use the weak things of this world to confound the things that, that are mighty. You use the foolish things of this world to confound the things that are wise. My assignment is to key in to that which you intend to do. I choose to be weak. I choose to, to put my wisdom aside so that your wisdom can, can flow. I choose to put my strength aside so that your strength can show up. What may be in my hands may be five smooth stones. I They sling, but I will step out in faith and I will trust in the name of the Lord, and I will see every Goliath that has been holding this nation captive fall and crumble down. I choose to be weak before you that your strength may show forth in me lebo soda i choose to be foolish before you so that your wisdom can flow through me mando ko celebro shande lebota lebra kasada la bosa and ge lamo so to celebre sota la bahia hallelujah Hallelujah. One more thing. Verse 16. Here is what the word of the Lord said Tomorrow, go down against them. It will surely come up by the ascent of Zeus as pinpoint accuracy. God is so accurate, but we need to key in to his accuracy. He is so, so, so straight to the point. He says, they will come by the ascent of Ziz. You will find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. Say, so you will not need to fight in this battle. But what do you need to do? Position yourselves. It's called strategic positioning. That is what is required for such a time as this. That we would we'll be so active. Accurately positioned, strategically positioned uh, that when the wind of change that is blowing begins to increase in intensity, we will be in the right place at the right time to ride upon that wind into what god is taking us to let's let's pray lord let me be found in the right place let me be found in the right place at all times position me accurately put me in the right place in this season the right position he said position yourselves that's all he told them they needed to do position yourselves strategic positioning order my steps Lead me aright, position me so that when this wind blows, I'll be found riding upon that wind, and I will enter into the fullness of that which you desire for me. Lebo sonda bredo bregede. Lebra kasada labo shande kelebos. Accurate positioning. Lebra kasande lebo shande Libekesonda Lebe kesonda kalabre kalabahaya. Being in the right place in the scheme of things. Lebo Being in the, right in the right place in the agenda of God. Labaka shadaya. Labosada Haya labo Help me not to miss out. Lebo shinda of to shift from where you have kept me to allow myself be displaced by giving in to my own intellect and reasoning but cause me to give in to your spirit as he leads me father we thank you for these things that you've taught and showed, we say amen to every prayer that we've prayed tonight. We see your will being fulfilled in our lives and in our nation. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Who can but you
0: with the Lord? Who can but you with the Lord? Who can but to with the Lord? I say no. Who can but to with the Lord? Who can but to with the Lord? I say no. Who can but to with the Lord? Who can but to with the Lord? Who can but to with the Lord? I say no.
2: Who can but to with the Lord? That's yeah.
0: from the wisdom of our people because eternity is written in the hearts of men the tale is told of the hawk who left the cleft of the rock to go pick a prey he landed on the ground and he found a duckling and they caught it. And he took it to the cleft of the rock. And the mother hawk said, oh, What did you just speak? He said, Food. He said, Did you see it around its mother? He said, Yes. Did the mother say anything? He said, nothing. He said, return it quickly. <laughs> So he returned it. The mother still did not say anything. And then he saw a chicken and captured the chicken and took it home. And the mother hawk said, What happened? He said, The mother cursed me. There was nothing. He said, It is food. <laughs> Eat it. When you slap a man, bah. You undress him in public boo, And he says Rankai day day. You are standing on Slippery slope You just don't know He's not a fool Who is prepared to lose what he cannot keep In order to get What he cannot lose I stand by my conviction You have not heard the last in Lagos State You haven't You will see in the days to come is he not 2019? You have not heard the last. You'll be here. We'll compare notes again. I repeat what I said yesterday. He who puts on the armor, let him not boast as him that takes it off. Who we'll come back to with the Lord. For how many days did Goliath harass the children of Israel? I can't hear you. I cannot hear you. 40 days and 40 nights. Did it look like help will come from anywhere? In those 40 days and 40 nights, were they able to fight? They were afraid and they were fleeing before Goliath. But God was cooking something behind the scene your eyes will see what is cooking in the mighty name of Jesus the fear of god will strike the liver of the enemy in this nation they will know that almighty is in charge that the race is not to the swift that the battle is not to the strong it is the lamb that will take the prey in the mighty name of Jesus Who can battle with the Lord? Who
2: can battle with the Lord? I say no man. Who can battle with the Lord? Who can battle with the Lord? Who can
0: battle with the Lord? I say no man. A few prayers tonight. Thank you for your patience. And thank God for Pastor Shola Desoye, who came on time. I didn't leave home until 6.30. And I told them that while introducing Pastor Shola, just tell them the way it is. I was not sleeping at home. I was doing things. I was having meetings. I was focusing on this evening. I left the house at 6.30. And God still brought me here at 7.00. That's a miracle on his own Because the road is blocked For those of you who had come earlier Forgive me And if you don't God will forgive you <laughs> uh, I wasn't playing around We will fix this nation yeah. Of all the prayers Pastor Shala prayed I heard only one Tomorrow Tomorrow Somebody say Tomorrow, tomorrow. Who is the same yesterday? God. Who is the same today? God. Who is the same tomorrow? God. Who can beat his record? God. Tomorrow, change will come to Nigeria. In the mighty name of Jesus. From the realm, you can't even decode. Do you understand me? From the realm, you can't. This time tomorrow, Nigeria will begin to experience a new lease of life. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let me start with the cause of national calamities and their antidote. What is it that causes calamity upon calamity in a nation? The cause of national calamities and their antidote. Turn your Bible with me as you stand to Ezekiel 22 i begin to read from verse 17. Ezekiel 22, verse number 17. The word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, the house of Israel has become dross to me. What is dross? Dross is this calm. That rises to the surface of multi-metal. If you have ever been to a jeweler's shop, when they are making, When they're subjecting silver or gold to furnace, what rises up while the, the, it's being purified is called scum. In English language, that simply means anything worthless. can check your dictionary. Dross is anything worthless let's read that scripture with understanding son of man the house of israel has become dross to me they are all bronze tin iron and lead in the midst of a furnace they have become dross from silver therefore thus says the lord god because you have all become dross Therefore, behold, I will gather you where? Into your capital city. I will gather you into the midst of Jerusalem. As men gather silver, bronze, iron, lead, and tin into the midst of a furnace, to blow fire on it, to melt it, so I will gather you in my anger and in my fury, and I will leave you there and melt you. Yes, I will gather you and blow you with the fire of my wrath And you shall be melted in its midst Our citizens not melting now What's the name of that girl in captivity? Oh, you know What did she do wrong? She went to school and she professed her faith and now they are telling the federal government, if you don't do what we ask for, we will kill her, as we kill one of our captains and one of our leaders. Our uh, people not being melted on daily basis when people who had worked all their lives queue for their pension and die while on the queue. Our people not being wasted on daily basis when a, a, a mogul, a business mogul will advertise for drivers and people with phd and degrees will rush there just give us something to do Uh, people not being melted on daily basis when invest we invest in our children to go to school there are no jobs and there's no um, enabling environment to help them thrive so those abroad we say stay there there's no point coming families are totally being melted on daily basis Husbands and wives and children Are not at peace Generally speaking Nigeria today is a capital Of poverty The largest number of people Who are poor Live In our country What is the cause of this That we have become dross What is causing it Because God is mad at us There is no nation without its own inheritance. We saw that yesterday in Deuteronomy 32, didn't we? God gave inheritance to every nation. There is no state in our country today that does not have mineral resources, that does not have one kind of uh, tin or that that could really, really make them thrive. Beyond that, even if there are no single drop of oil, What happens to our brain? What happens to creative ideas? The biggest corporations in the world are not oil companies anymore They are companies that are technologically driven Apple had reached trillion dollar Is that oil? Is that timber? Is that ground north? Luxembourg is, is, is smaller in size. In fact, it will fit a state in Nigeria. Is a country and yet does not have all that we have. And its GDP is by far better than ours. You put some three, four, five states together, they can't match it. Because men of idea run their show. But this is not the problem of widespread uh, calamity over a nation, and until you know the problem, you can provide solution. If we are solution providers, we must locate what exactly is causing this widespread calamity upon calamity. Tell your neighbor where there is no error, there, is there, is no terror. Terror. there will be no terror. No. Error is the foundation of terror. No. Let me tell you what is responsible for widespread calamity in any nation: wicked leaders wicked leaders you say where do you get that from And just read further let's read further the same passage yes I will gather you and blow on you with the fire of my wrath and you shall be melted in its midst as silver is messed in the midst of furnace so shall you be melted in its midst then you shall know that I the Lord have poured out my fury on you why are you pouring your fury on the people and the word of the Lord came to me saying son of man say to her you are a land that is not cleansed or rained on in the day of indignation the conspiracy of our prophets in our midst is like a roaring lion tearing the prey they have devoured people they have taken treasure and precious things they have made many widows in our midst our priests have violated my law and profaned my holy things. They have not distinguished between the holy and unholy. Now have they made known the difference between the unclean and the clean? And they have hidden their eyes from my servants, so that I am profaned among them, from the prophets to the priests. And now we are going to the princes. Our princes in our midst are like wolves, tearing the prey to shed blood, to destroy people, and to get what dishonest gain. And what happens to the people our prophets plastered them with untempered mortar seeing false visions divining lies for them saying thus says the lord god when the lord had not spoken the people of the land have used what oppressions committed what robbery and mistreated the poor and needy and they wrongfully oppress the stranger why are the people doing like this because the prophets are doing their own the priests are doing their own the princes are doing their own they are passing the baton one to another what is in the antidote what is the antidote to this disaster if you read the second uh uh, son of i mean son of man does say the lord son of man you will see he said wicked leaders that's the title Is responsible for the melting away of people. But what is the antidote? Here we go. So I sought for a man. So I sought for a man among them who will make a wall and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land that I should not destroy. But I found no one therefore i've poured out my indignation on them i've consumed them with the fire of my wrath and i've recompensed their deeds on their own heads says the lord god can you link both together that when people become dross, when you see armed robbery kidnapping and all kinds of things going on in the city check leadership check the prophets check the priests check the princes Do you understand me? The Bible calls it conspiracy of the prophets. The first time I preached this was far away in Kano, conference of prophetic and apostolic churches, Copac. The conspiracy of the prophets. You see people talking from both sides of their mouth. They go in and out of the corridors of power, blessing those who should be cursed, not exposing the mind of God to them, and telling them you are the best thing that ever happened to man. One of us saw a a, a program going on, a recording going on, where one of the people in power said to Mr. President, you have gone beyond your dream for this nation. So you have prophets, you have priests, you have princes, who are responsible for the widespread oppression. But where is the solution? I'm looking for one man who can stand in the gap will you be the man tonight will you be that man tonight that will make a difference will you be that man that will maintain contact without contamination will you be that man that god will use for his glory will you be that man that he said i i look for someone and and i i found abraham abraham i'm on my way to sodom and he will begin to intercede for sodom and then god said if i find 10 people there And we're not destroyed. Sodom was not destroyed for what God found. Sodom was destroyed for what he did not find. May we become like one man in this place today. Standing in the gap for this nation. I want you to pray. Father deliver us from wicked leaders. Deliver us from wicked leaders. And false prophets. And wicked priests. And wicked princes. That have triggered widespread calamity in our nation lord we pray in the name of jesus you have mercy upon us as we cry unto you we cannot continue like this as a nation we cannot continue this way disaster upon disaster calamity upon calamity almost on daily basis people are killed like chickens it's a even those in power are no longer affected by it it becomes so common so common the blood is shed on daily basis life is wasted and yet budget after budget after budget we make provision for weapons of war That are hardly found by those who are in the battlefront. Have mercy upon us as a nation. Deliver us from false prophets, false priests, wicked princes that have influenced our people to take the loss into their own hands to become rogues and kidnappers and armed robbers so that society is not safe any longer and village life at sea in our country. Look upon us with mercy tonight. Let our prayer come into your presence. Help us, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. What is the, white, the, the cause of widespread poverty and its antidote? Why are people so poor when the land is blessed? With right government and right people in leadership position, no family should go to bed hungry in Nigeria. Because we have more than enough. We cannot say God has not blessed this nation. Why suddenly have we become the poverty capital of the world? What is responsible for it? The Bible says that the profit of the land is for all, but almost in all the states of the Federation. You find governors, legislators, counsellors who have cornered our common patrimony. They speak with confidence like Ben Haddad. Your gold is mine. Your silver is mine. Your loveliest wives, they are mine. Your loveless children, they are mine. Tonight, I remove my name from such equation. I want you to pray, Satan, you cannot have my gold. You cannot have my silver. You cannot corner my resources. You will not have my spouse. You will not have my children. They will not yield to you. I and the children that the Lord God has given me, we are for signs and wonders from the Lord of hosts who reigns in Zion. Father, tonight in Jesus' name, we stand here and declare all the wicked leaders cornering the resources of this nation, Privatizing public assets and public properties, sharing it among themselves, with the clear that their end had come and their doom is here. Satan, you will not have my gold. Your agents will not have my silver. They will not have my spouse. They will not have my children. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verses 8 and 9. Ecclesiastes 5, 8 and 9. If you see the oppression of the poor And the violent perversion of justice and righteousness in a province Do not marvel the matter For high official watches over high official And higher officials are over them I don't know if you saw the, the clips, the, the whatsapp message That was sent everywhere. I was going to bring it tonight to show it to you. Maybe before it's over. It was a place, a local government where people were going to vote. And a man stood there publicly in the open. And he said, all of you lining up, none of you can vote for Amber Day here. In the open. Daylight robbers. Bold you cannot because our leader had said nobody votes for him, and you think you've just had an election? You had a sham. You had a sham. Listen, if you don't understand me, you will think I'm keen on the side of someone or back. I am not supporting anyone I'm on the side of God what is evil it's evil what's unjust is unjust and I'm saying judgment has come we are going to execute the judgment that is written and you will see it when it begins to happen Amen. well you know here when I stood there and preached the tender message of the wicked is cruel at butter your time is up there was no threat that could stop that moment we are in the midst of another war right now the wicked will be her from this land I don't care who they are, I don't care what power they have, I don't care what connection they have, I don't care who is guarding them, I don't care what is motivating them, in the midst of injustice and oppression we say let God arise and let his enemies be scattered in the mighty name of Jesus give me the next line look at this one line moreover the profit of the land is for some Oh. I can't hear you. Oh. I cannot hear you. Oh. The profit of the land is for Oh, oh yes, Obafemi Awolowo gave free education at primary school because he was a brilliant lawyer and he was sponsoring students from his own purse. Obafemi Awolowo used his personal money uh, to give free education in 1958 or 59. Amadu Bello was so wealthy that he built Amadu Bello University. That's why right, they named it after him. He was his own. He used his money to build it. Nnamdi Azikiwe, oh my God, went to America and he made so much millions of dollars, and he came back to build University of Nigeria, Onsuka with his own money. So if those men. Use the profit of the land to equip their people. Woe unto these wicked leaders who had wasted our educational system. <laughs> Where did you go to your primary school? Ife. Ife. Huh? Ife. Ife. Secondary school. Equity. Equity. University. Unilag. Unilag. How about you, madam? Primary school? Maryland. Maryland. In, in America. No, no, no. Oh, <laughs> Maryland in Ikeja. No. Secondary school. Ijebu. University. University. Ogun State University. And where did your children, where are they going to school now? <laughs> Why didn't you go there? Once upon a time, the royal family in Saudi Arabia were coming to Nigeria for their Medicare. Now Nigerians are going to India. That's if they don't if they don't have Abalists around them to sell them apps. If they can afford some money, they go to India, they go to Dubai, they go everywhere. Because a generation came and destroyed everything and cornered the resources that belong to all. In the name of Jesus, they will vomit what they swallowed. (laughs) And one by one they will vomit what they have swallowed. Everyone who has cannot the resources of this state, of this nation, and are gloating and are giving empty bowls after they have robbed the people of our common patrimony in the name of Jesus, they will vomit it all. Yeah. God has a way of judging the oppression of the poor and violent perversion of justice in the province. You know what? If he can't find anyone, he gets up himself. That's, I'm standing, you know, you know, when you get to court, he said, I stand on this authority. If the judge looks at it and it's a binding authority, he rules in favor of that authority. I'm standing on the authority of God's word. Psalm chapter 12, verse number 5 psalm 12 verse number five psalm 12 verse 5 for the oppression of the poor for the sign of the needy now i will arise says the lord i will set him in the safety for which he yearned. i want you to call upon god to arise arise for the sake of the poor arise for the sake of the deprived arise for the sake of those who have been taken advantage of, whose resources have been cornered by the wicked, and who are sitting on the gold mine that belongs to the entire nation. Whoever they are, from the presidency to the state, wherever they are, Father, in the name of Jesus, rise up, defend the poor. The wicked have arisen in our land. They talk so arrogantly. They are so boastful. Lord, arise by yourself. Show yourself strong. Show yourself mighty on our behalf. Our eyes are unto you. Judge their wickedness. Judge the deprivation in our land. Begin tonight. Move through their camp. By tomorrow. Let the gospel crash in the in the crannies and the nooks and crannies of our nation. We are there holding us. In their grip, <laughs> judge them, Father, <laughs> in Jesus' mighty name. One of the things that God does to such men, such people who corner what belongs to others, is to fritter away by misfortune what they have cornered. You look at their family life. Their children will not amount to anything. No matter how they prop them up, they will die in the prime of their youth. And guess what? They will begin to just squander what their fathers and mothers illegally acquired. Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 13. Ecclesiastes 5, 13. There is a severe evil which I've seen under the sun. Riches kept for their owner to his hurt. But those riches perish through misfortune. In the middle column of your Bible, it you says through bad business, through misfortune. When he begets a son, there's nothing in his hand. And he, as he came from his mother's womb, naked shall he return to go as he came and he shall take nothing from his labor which he may carry away in his hand and this also is a severe evil just exactly as he came so shall he go and what profit as he who laboured for the win say to your neighbor we brought nothing into this world <laughs> and it is certain we are carrying nothing out of this world Why do you spend your entire life pursuing the things you will not carry out of here? Let's pray. Father, by misfortune, by calamity, those who have robbed us, rise up and fight our battles. They corner our resources and they use it to oppress us and they use it to manipulate everything in our environment. Oh Lord, hear our prayers tonight. Deliver the oppressed from the oppressor. Deliver the oppressed from the oppressor. Let your name be glorified. We bless you, Lord. We magnify your holy name. We thank you for who you are. We bless you, Father. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Originally, I prepared a message for tonight. We'll have to wait another day. It's titled, Be Careful What You Are Becoming. Say that to your neighbor, be careful careful. What you are becoming becoming. Many of these people did not start this way They started as progressives They started as those fighting for the poor Now they corner the resources of the poor Jeremiah 2 verses 20 and 21 Be careful what you are becoming I'll come back to lay bare To let you see that Iberekolo and La People are still calling Awo today. People are still calling Namdi Azikiwe today. They are still calling Tafar Balewa today. They are still calling Amadu Bello today. They are still calling Aminu Kano today. 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 Now who is going to remember these people? What would they be remembered for? Because they are ignoble nobles. Do you understand me? They are what? Ignoble nobles. Jeremiah two twenty and twenty-one, and I'll give you one more scripture and we'll pray. We are going to ask God to just blow away this refuse yeah. from our nation. Yeah. Their type will not rise up again. Yeah. In the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Jeremiah two twenty and 24. for of old i have broken your yoke and bust your bones. And you said I will not transgress when on every high hill and under every great tree you lay down the hallowed. Yet I planted you a noble vine a seed of the highest quality. How then have you turned before me into the degenerate plant of an alien vine? How did you turn? How? How did the noble become ignoble? How? I want to tell you not all elders are elders. Uh I'm not sure you heard me if you hear national leader many of them are national rogues if you hear elders and nobles many of them are wicked give me Nehemiah chapter 2 quickly you will see the people that Nehemiah called to build to join him in building the nation there are elders and nobles who are nation builders and there are elders and nobles who are wicked ignobles Nehemiah Chapter 2 Are you in Nehemiah already? Chapter number 2 I'm looking for the right verse now Okay, when I get there I find it Nehemiah 2 Beginning from verse 11. So I came to Jerusalem. Jeremiah, Nehemiah. Nehemiah 2.11. I came to Jerusalem and was there three days. Then I arose in the night and a few men with me. I and a few men with me. I told no one what my God had put in my heart to do at Jerusalem. Nor was there any animal with me except the one on which I rode. And I went out by night through the valley gate to the serpent well and the refuse gate and viewed the walls of Jerusalem which were broken down and its gates which were burned with fire. Then I went on to the fountain gate and to the king's pool, but there was no room for the animal under me to pass. So I went up in the night by the valley and viewed the wall. Then I turned back and entered by the valley gate and so returned. And the officials did not know where I had gone or what I had done. I had not yet told the Jews, the priests, the nobles, the officials, or the others who did the work. Then I said to them, I said to who? The nobles, the officials. Who did the work? You see the distress that we are in. Our Jerusalem lies waste and its gates are burned with fire. Come and let us build the wall of Jerusalem that we may no longer be... Who did he consult? The nobles, the elders, he he consulted and said, Come, let us build together. There are elders who are nation builders, and there are other elders who are nation destroyers. Or you say, Is that in your Bible? Yes, it is. First Kings. First Kings chapter 19. First Kings 21, not 19. First Kings 21, verse 5. First Kings 21, verse 5. But Jezebel, his wife, came to him and said to him, Why is your spirit so sullen that you eat no food? He said to her, Because I spoke to Naboth, the Jezreelite, and said to him, Give me your vineyard for money. Or else, if it pleases you, I will give you another vineyard for it. And he answered, I will not give you my vineyard. What is he saying? This daylight robber. is saying, your vineyard is mine. We are going to acquire. And if you don't let us acquire and pay you, we will take it by force and by fire. Okay? Who and who will necessitate this and make it happen? Let's read. Then Jezebel, his wife, said to him, you now exercise authority over Israel. Arise eat food, let your heart be cheerful, I will give you the vineyard of Naboth, the Jezreelite. I'm coming back to that before we finish. And she wrote letters in Ahab's name, seal them with his seal, and sent the letters to the El-das. and the Lobos. who are dwelling in the City. with City,
2: Naboth.
0: She wrote in the letter saying, proclaim a fast, sit Naboth with high honor among the people and see two men scoundrels before him to bear witness against him, saying, You have blasphemed God and the king. Then take him out and stone him that he may die. So the men of his city, the elders and nobles who are inhabitants of his city, did as Jezebel had sent to them as it was written the letters which he had sent to them. Who killed Naboth? The elders and the nobles. There are elders and nobles who build. There are elders and nobles who destroy. In the name of Jesus, we ask God to empower this land to vomit wicked elders, wicked nobles. In the mighty name of Jesus, to vomit them, to throw them out. That all the battle and all the chest of war, they have prepared. They will not even be here to use it. All their weapons will be wasted and it will be wasted upon them. Wicked leaders, wicked elders, wicked nobles, ignoble nobles. Father, tonight in the name of Jesus, you will see all things and know all things. Our eyes are unto you. We have no might against this multitude. They are wicked and they are perverse in their ways. They are wicked and they are cruel. They've cornered the resources of the nation. They kill and they maim. Anyone that stands in their way, in the way of their material acquisition, they will get rid of them. You do not allow the blood of neighbor to be wasted. In the name of Jesus, all the blood they have shed. Father, judge them for the blood they have shed. In the mighty name of Jesus. As they remain ignoble, let nothing, nothing that looks like nobility be said or be written about them. Let your name be glorified. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Tell your neighbor, be careful. Who you, are, who you, are. you are and what you are becoming. Be careful, Be careful. Be careful. Who, you are, who you are and what you are, what you are becoming. Be By God's grace, when I spread it before you, I will show you the tales of two kings, one regional king and one national king who started well and finished poorly. My sincere heart desire is that this man will find grace and mercy so that they can repent before it is too late because many of them will not even be here to see 2019 they will not be here one after the other the calamities they have caused in the city will fall upon them Because he who digs a hole will fall into it. I pray the Father that they see the danger ahead. Repent of their wicked ways before it is too late. Or let God arise and scatter them. And let this land vomit every wicked leader. And every ignoble nobles in the name of Jesus. Be careful what you are becoming. Thanks so much for listening we have to end it here today but it's been a real joy to come into your homes to unveil the truth of god's word
1: i pray that the word of god you have received will sink deeply into your hearts and bring forth tangible fruits in jesus name
0: amen in addition i pray that the truth you've embraced will not only set you free but it will empower you to impact your environment positively as God's representative in your sphere of influence.
1: Till we meet again on this platform, remain sandwiched between the peace of God and the God of peace.
0: God bless you richly. Bye Bye for for now.
1: now.